Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on a Tuesday here, September the 1st, 2020. Hopefully this finds you all staying safe and staying sweaty at the same time. We are digging into an episode today talking about the success wheel, which is actually a module taken from... Our 47-day transformation program, which I'll dive into here in a second, but I actually brought Heather back onto the podcast today to dig into her success wheel, kind of our life, what's going on, and everything in between. So, Heather, welcome back (laughs) to the podcast. Thanks for having me back. How goes it? Well, it's just been a wild ride in our household for 2020. It's been a great year. It's been this is probably one of my favorite years of life so far, for sure. I try to just laugh because I think I'm probably out of tears at this point. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think that's most people probably listening. Yeah, it's like you just get to that point where you just have to accept what is and focus on what you can c- control and try to let go of what you can't. Is my whole thought process moving forward in 2020? The rest yeah. of 2020. One day at a time, for mm-hmm. sure. And I described it a while back, like Shawshank Redemption, you're Andy Dufresne, and you broke out of your prison cell, and you have to crawl through 500 yards of a sewage pipe to get to freedom. And hopefully we are on the back end of crawling through the shit of 2020, and that's kind of how I, I feel about it. And you gag and you puke along the way, but <laughs> hopefully you can see the light at the end of the tunnel, and that is... Where I'm living at the moment. So. <laughs> yes. But the gyms in Arizona are open. Um, which you guys know I shared the other day, even with all the weird rules and restrictions and things, it's better to be open a little bit than not open at all. Although right. it is not ideal, but I am trying to make the absolute best of it. You're so, doing a great job. So that's a positive note. Yeah, so open closed, open closed and now open open so this has to be the last time for that shit because i just i'm I'm losing stamina on buying into the the process at this point but and for me a life update is that i got extended again for furlough how long um we're not quite sure but definitely into 2021 it looks like it's a long time yeah so i haven't worked since april so that's been fun um you like a stay-at-home Wife, wife with no kids to take care of so i feel like worthless yes. because if you're a stay-at-home mom i give you mad props because that is a full-time job but i don't even have kids to take care of so i don't even i i have i have a dog so that's kind of my responsibility <laughs> and helping you as much as i can which i have contributed more for sure yeah. during these past five months um trying trying to do more and be helpful so what's the next step, man? Well, I we can dive into it, but... Um, in the success wheel, we will. You know, it's a very confusing time in my life, to be honest. So. I think for everybody it is. Yeah. And I think it's a good you can self-question and be like, is this... If I'm going to try to be positive and not be a cynical asshole today, uh, you look at it like, well, maybe this is a chance where I can look and see, like, do I really want to do what I was doing? Right. And, Maybe you don't have a choice and you can't do that Mm -hmm. anymore. Or just how you were living your life in general, the speed at which you were living it, how you were spending your money, your time, effort, energy, what's most important to you, what you thought was important, what is now 
maybe not as important where you live. Maybe you want to live where you're living, or maybe you're like, well, this kind of lifestyle isn't really what is in tune with me as a human, and maybe you're looking for a move in careers or location or something across the board. Yeah, and I think, you know, it was perfect timing to have this practice or module in our workbook for the 47-day transformation group, and it's really helpful for me to take a look at what were my goals that I set for myself during our January 47-day transformation, and what do they look like now? What has changed? A lot has changed. My priorities, you know, what's important to me? What can I control? What what makes me happy? And just having this break has really allowed me to dive, dig deep into myself and dive into um, kind of what the next season of life holds for my, for me and us. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people, like mm-hmm. even this morning I'm talking to Heather Kyle, who Heather is a pharmacist at uh, the Mayo Clinic here. And uh, she was just saying, like, she was on furlough. I think she goes back in October. Mm -hmm. But she was like, you know, I got a chance to really dig into, what did she say? It was like selling used cars, I think, like, with her brother, like, online, like, flipping cars. Oh, really? And uh, also, like, finance stuff. Like, basically, how do I describe it? Like, similar, like, day trading, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, learning those things. Yeah, she's really into that. So she goes, I had a chance to do that. And she goes, without this, I don't know if she would have made time for it or even if if your brain has the bandwidth to do all those things. And she's like, you know what, actually, it sucks, you know, being furloughed, not working, but I had fun doing these like little side hustles and gigs where maybe you can discover something that is just as fun or maybe more fun than what you were currently doing. That's my hope for people. Anyway, so if we're talking success, Will, again, you guys in our kind of flagship online program, the 47 day, obviously we do nutrition, the, the fitness stuff, it just goes without saying but we do have a huge personal development piece in there and right now i think what are they on day 16 and they just went through they went through this already right yeah this, yeah, was, this was like a few days ago yeah so this is like i think on the start of week two they do the success wheel and uh basically if you guys have ever done any personal development stuff a success wheel literally is just that it's a tool to help you create a more balanced and more successful approach in life, in my opinion. And so we kind of break down all the categories. If it's personal development, social, time, relationships, nutrition, physical fitness, finance, and like your career kind of business. That encapsulates a lot of what we do as humans. And the goal of the exercise, we actually give them a physical wheel that they print and and can fill out. The goal is kind of assess like where you currently are and see which areas of your life you want to improve on. the wheel is obviously divided in sections and it's based on the major areas of your life, which I mentioned. And the outside of the wheel, how we have them filled out is basically from the inside out. So essentially a level 10 would be like you're very satisfied with your life. So imagine if you're, you're picturing this, a wheel that you're shading in a section of a pie. Almost like if you imagine if you have a pizza, you cut it into, you know, personal development is a slice, social is a slice, and you kind of fill it in. If you're at a 10, you're super jacked and happy with it. If it's a one, you're like, this sucks, it's terrible, and I want to improve on it. And so we have them basically take a moment and reflect on each area of their life and then base it based on how it really is, not how they want it to be, not, you know, them being overly dramatic and negative, but how it actually is in their life. And once you score all the areas, you obviously fill in the sections and you can see what's lacking. And full disclaimer before Heather dives into any of her goals that she set, obviously 
January until now, most of them are not going to be the same. But you can't be a perfect 10 at everything. No. Nobody can be. You just you can't run high on all cylinders. There's a lot of these areas where I think I do really well in, but certain things are going to go. And it might not necessarily be even these things, but the one example I always give is my life. I, I'm very... You come into our, our facility here. It's very organized. It's neat. Everything has a place. I try to keep it clean. I try to, when I come in here, if it's Jacob or Monica or whoever, like, they don't even know I was here because I put everything back exactly where it was. But something in my life has to give because I take so much attention to detail with those things, like my car. It's always oh, dirty. It's awful. Like, he I hasn't bought, taken oh. it for a car wash in, like, six months. Oh, I'm not kidding. I don't think I've taken it There's, for a car wash I'm looking at it right now. There's, like bird poop on it yes. all over and dust dust is the new tint i'm taking it because i have to take his car into the shop friday i'm taking it for a car wash finally yes but i do have probably about 80 water bottles in the back seat yeah it's gross so it's a recycle hate, it's a recycle machine car. the point my car is my car is i safe. mean i love it for that this, car for <laughs> is that car has changed my financial life I mean forever. thank goodness yeah you I've been able to build a good amount of wealth because I've driven that absolutely 100% beauty it's a love-hate relationship machine as I'm staring at it right now but the point is that something has to go in my life I can't have a perfectly clean neat fancy car if I'm going to do everything else and that's the thing for me that I kind of let go among other things but that just tends to be the one that's the most glaring in my daily life that and I don't give a shit what people think about me when I drive down the street so um <laughs> That's the point of the success wheel, to, to take a real audit of your life, see where you're at in certain areas, see where you're spending your time on, and, and maybe some things you can spend less time on, things you can spend more time on, and make the improvements where you want. And honestly, some things you might suck at, and you might be okay with it. Like, I clearly don't give a shit if my car looks like I'm you know half homeless, because for me, it doesn't matter. But there's other things in my life where if my you know relationships were all dog shit, that would be something where... I would want to focus on to improve them because to me relationships are basically the most important thing on earth other than your health right and i kind of look at it as i i want to be a well-rounded person obviously you can't be perfect in all categories in some some weeks you know one week you might be killing it in your relationship your marriage or you've been connecting with your family and friends and being social and then the next week you could be you know totally consumed in your career you haven't been able to talk to anybody or you've maybe kind of neglected some of the time spent with your kids or your spouse so it's like it's always going to be a work in progress but the point of doing it is to be aware and be self-aware of you know the areas that you really do want to improve upon even if it's small changes that can eventually lead to um, great improvements in those areas. So. And I think when you look at it from a broad scope, it's it's the big rocks, little rocks scenario. So what are the most important things? And what are the things that are like, you know, secondary, if you will? And mm -hmm. I would say the consistency in the big rocks is the key to being successful. So if you go blanket statements, finances, you know, saving more money than you're spending. If it's fitness, it's being active every day, mm -hmm. eating real food, the very basic, basic things. And every week is not going to be a PR week of workouts and you're going to crush every single you know, session you have. But just consistently showing up and giving effort, I think, is one of the biggest keys that people often overlook. And it's the most basic one out there. So you want to go down your 
vision of 2020. I mean, I have a lot written out. It's, from, some of it's comical. From, from January. And Can I read I, your relationships one? This is great. Can I do it? Yeah. So under, <laughs> this is, when did you write this? This was January Pre, in the 47-day program. Pre-pandemic Pre-COVID. Bullshit. I hate that term. I don't even want to hear that either. The, I'm just over all the terms. Um, but relationships, which you wrote, and some of these are good. But this one, plan trips or adventures to spend time with family and friends. Thailand, Hawaii, <laughs> not, not happening. Negative. We did go to San Diego. We did do San Diego, which was funny that I had it on here. And we did not do our Washington and Minnesota trips with our family. No. Um, I did get to go see some family in Oregon, which was really great. But, uh, yeah, we... Shit the bed on that one. We couldn't. You can't do... control that though, right? But point is, is that in order for you to have the relationship, you know, I guess box checked, it would be that's something that is important to us is to. I know. always prioritize that. Well, we've done it here in the. I don't want to say ghetto because not the right word, but <laughs> we've done it in the way that we Small. can do it here because simple adventures with uh, friends, day trips or yes. weekend trips, and so. We've been able to do that, which has been great. And other than that, just you wrote, you know, make time for it. Obviously, experience. Make time for the people who matter in your life. Yeah. yeah. And just, it's the simple stuff in terms of that, you know. And I guess the one shift would be to make your relationships this year. It's, you know, try to show up for other people. Mm-hmm. And even though this all affects all of us, I don't let it manifest inside me. So I shit it on you. Or anybody else. Which, that's an area that I need to improve upon because I get super emotional and then I'll take it out on you. So hey, you're not great at that. That's one. a new goal that um, I. But that's one of the goals I reevaluated, and because I did have listed be the best version of me so I can be my best self to others. And um, I yeah. Then I wrote, "Don't take out my emotions on my husband." Yes. <laughs> I mean, you can you know have communication and be emotional and you're really great at being a huge support system but it's more when I uh, get really angry or lash out type of situations. And oftentimes it's like for what though? For stupid things yeah. It's weird that I don't know what that is as humans that have to like do the research like why people tend to be the meanest to the people who they're closest to. Mm-hmm. Like Sometimes the way people talk to their husbands and wives, they would never, ever say that to a random person, like at the gym or the grocery store, yet you'll call your husband or wife names and you'll scream at them, and they're the only person who can help you. Yeah. They're the only person, like, in your corner, yet you just, like... Yeah, you're, you've, you like, mastered that, which is great. I just... I well, just, I just under... It's like, it's like being on a team. It's mm-hmm. like, you can have arguments. Like, I'm not saying you should... Even with your friends, like, you and your friends should have disagreements. You shouldn't always think the exact same things. But... I guess be respectful and do it in a way that's and understand like the one thing I I don't I'm not great at a lot of things but the one thing I can do is like I know why I'm upset or I'm mad or I'm pissed or I'm sad and it's almost never your fault mm-hmm. like it's it's a situation it's life it's something and so why am I gonna although it does I I understand why people do it theoretically because it feels good to have like this release but I just know like with the back end is like if I scream at you even that makes me feel good for a minute, I would feel like shit 
10 minutes later. Yeah. So it's like wasted energy, wasted precious time because life is too short. Yeah. I'd rather just work um, out. And I did write for a new goal for relationships during this crazy time connect virtually more and on the phone with family and friends, uh, write cards, letters, like to my grandma, for example. I should need to be better about writing her and calling too. And when you can see people, and if you guys are all cool with it, just do it, man. Yeah. Like, there's not, you can't, I'm all for the Zoom stuff and the Skype and the text and all that's great, but it's not the same. Yeah, you, I mean, human connection and... It's just weird. Being around the people who truly matter in your life is so important. I can't believe I haven't seen some of my family members for over a year. Like, that has never happened in my entire life, honestly. Like, I've always made time to go visit and it just is killing me i hate it i absolutely hate it but it's like then you have to navigate are they cool are you cool yeah just kind of like what's the situation people gotten weird man for sure i'm not judging i don't care what side of the fence you sit on but man people have gotten real polarizing with the way that they yeah i mean it's it's like you dealing with your grandma's situation do you go see her do you not it's just a lot of restrictions. Yeah, one, every place is different mm-hmm. and everybody feels different. You know, we've been places where people don't give a shit and it's like it, it doesn't matter. And then we've been places where people are like, if you don't have a mask on in the ocean, you're like killing people. So it's like, it's really weird to how to do it's it. It's but... so inconsistent and it's, it's so that's shocking wh- to see when you actually do get out and about to different states, which I've been able to go to three different states this summer and i'm like wow depending on where you live even county to county yeah county to county that's where being the best version of yourself Mm -hmm. is going to be ideal uh what's the next one i have health listed so that one's always a, a big category obviously for me not just physical health but mental health Um, So I put meditation daily, which I was doing really good for, I would say, a year. Very consistent with meditation daily. And then I would say like the first month of COVID, I started to slow down and have gaps in between my meditation practice. You must have have been busy. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) which was horrible because that's like the time when you really need it. So... I've been very inconsistent over the past five months, but I did just start picking it back up within this past week, doing it every day, and I feel so much better, so I highly suggest that. Um, Even if it's just being quiet and having no noise and just listening to your breathing and deep breathing, um, just to calm yourself down. If I have anxiety, um, some days are worse than others, and that really helps calm me um what else do i have here i mean i don't do it the way you do but i mm-hmm. i when i drive to work most a i don't have a radio in my car or anything and usually when it's like four something in the morning i don't care to put on a podcast so that's my time where i actually roll the windows down and just like that's my meditation right my driving it's brainless activity which is actually nice well and i i really try to focus on what I'm grateful for, all my blessings in my life, like what's positive that happened yesterday or today, and um, just those little items that I can focus on and just 
have that positive energy really helps throughout the day. And that way I can be a better person um, for myself and then everyone around me. And what else did I put on here? Change my attitude when triggered to negative thinking. So that goes along with that it's mental all health. Con- it's all connected. Yeah. And obviously like, you know, working out consistently. Working out, which has never been an issue for me. But sometimes actually I would over train or I would work out too much that I am exhausted and it just actually is a negative it's effect on you. Well, it's so, like people work out for four hours and they're like, oh, right. I'm starving. I'm like, well, of course you are. Like, I know. Or, you know, if you had like adrenal fatigue or your hormones are all, it can contribute to being, you know, out of balance with your hormones. So things like that that you should definitely pay attention to. And I wrote down, listen to my body when I need rest. Obviously, pay attention to my nutrition. Be mindful of kind of the ranges. Don't be obsessive about tracking my food, but um, being aware of, you know, what I'm putting into my body and just listening to how I feel. Then I also listed manage stress by practicing um, just doing nothing and just relaxing, being alone um, to reset my attitude. Um, make sure I eat and drink in moderation. So be aware of emotional triggers. Go for a walk. Distract myself with something fun or playful. Um, that can just really help me not stress and forget about any issues that are happening in my life. Um, and that's pretty much it for the, the health. Yeah, the biggest thing for most people, I think, is consistency mm-hmm. of a routine finding a lifestyle that fits your schedule whether it's now and then obviously for the future and that's always shifting and moving obviously we you know have parents here that used to drop their kids off at school they come in at 9 15 they work out now a lot of times their kids are stuck at home they're in a different environment so that's hindering their normal workout routine probably the way that they eat a lot of the things have been thrown out of whack so it's like you have to I guess be willing to kind of pivot and shift that way so you're still managing your stress in the best way possible. And that's why I always refer back to if it's listening to the music you like or watching TV shows that are light and and funny and put you in a good mood, not this sad, depressing stuff like the news and other things that put you in a negative mind state. Mm-hmm. And there's times when I can watch anything and it doesn't matter. And then there's times where like I can't watch that right now. It's like when you see those like dog commercials. Like with the oh, sad music Sarah and they McLaughlin. show that, the, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, it's turn awful. that shit off. Like, I just, I'm going to sit here and cry on the couch on a Tuesday. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. So it's just, yeah. it's knowing how to manage your stress and like, we're, there's only so much we can all take on. I think that's a huge part of it. Like, you can only, I can only do this because my life is this way. Like, even with all the shit I've ate this year, if I had three kids and wasn't this person and, and you had got furloughed, like, I don't even know what I would be doing right now. Well, even I was talking to some of our JSF members yesterday working out, and I'm like, if this happened to us when we were newly married, like I was 27 again, um, it would be awful. I think it could really cause us to not be together. We would have no money. It would just be, it would be so hard on our relationship. And I've had no money. Mm-hmm. My business would probably be dead. We just would not be prepared. You would be working at Safeway. 
Like, I, it would be terrible. Mm-hmm. It would be the... F- I, that's why I say, and I don't try to be negative, this has sucked ass for sure. But if this was five years later, five years earlier, or seven, eight years earlier, it would have been a trillion times worse for us personally. Absolutely. Which is awful. So I feel for everybody, definitely. But takeaway, manage your stress the best way you can. Try not to rely on food and drugs and alcohol for that. Find a healthier way to stay consistent to put your mind in the right Mm -hmm. space so your body and all your habits can follow. And this has been kind of a a roller coaster for me in some aspects. Like the mental health has been like an emotional roller coaster. But then, you know, I've been, I would say like a 10 with getting outside and making a priority of moving my body every day. But then, so like my mental health could have been a five in April and then it maybe it went up because I was practicing meditation and being aware of what I'm consuming and filtering my media and the news things like that but then maybe the next month I tanked and I was like a three or a two so just being mindful and now looking at this and and trying to figure out okay where am I at where do I want to be at in these categories underneath the health segment i think is really important to reevaluate month to month man mm-hmm. my, my shit's like week to week no <laughs> day to day like morning to night yeah there'd be days like where i wake up and i'm like oh this is cool and then like same here seven o'clock at night i'd be like this is the worst yeah like i i'm like oh my gosh i'm having a great morning and then all of a sudden it could be i would have i would go like and that's, that's i say me because i'm never like that Every day of my life is fucking awesome. And that's how I feel about it. This season of life, I can't say every day has been awesome. But I would start off like having a good day almost every day. And then like something could happen or whatever it is. And I'm like, not that the day would go bad, but I would would go from feeling good to like just weird. Not like sad or depressed, but just off like kind of shitty strange and just out of control like i i hate not i'm a planner you're a planner we like to be in control and the fact that we feel like everything has been taken away almost from us like we just don't have a lot of control right now that's been a killer it's tough to deal with yeah yeah and i've noticed it too with like my food and nutrition because i'm like ooh, i'm on furlough and the beginning i'm like vacation vacation mode which i'm like oh my gosh i need to start focusing on my eating habits my drinking habits i'm not on vacation uh now it's been five months so heather you need to like get a good routine in place so that's been somewhat inconsistent depending on uh, what's happening in our life <laughs> it's like you're on vacation and then you got trapped there yeah and then you ran out of money you ran, you ran out of they're not gonna pay you and the resort's not gonna let you stay there anymore yeah. so you're like on the beach sweating your ass off waiting for the plane to come mm. pick you up still get those marriott discounts that's why you've been seeing us uh staying at different resorts <laughs> it's helpful it is helpful <laughs> super cheap Man. so uh what's next finances finances so this one has definitely helped us this year, but also take a hu- took a huge hit as well. Um. Well, yeah. You will pay off the house by April. We did it in February, right? God was watching over us. Yeah, a month before the storm. This happened, which has been very helpful. Uh, and then the rest, you just had your normal stuff, like you know, contribute to your retirement, which 
as it went as planned for you? No, because typically I was like maxing out my retirement for years for my company. Yes. And that had, that's kind of on pause right now. I haven't stopped, though. You have not so stopped. This has been, and I'm older anyway, so we should just put it all into mine so then I can just retire. Oh, and shut up. Then I'll just spit you a couple bucks when you get to my old age. But, uh. Oh, you're bugging me. <laughs> you <know>? Next one. <laughs> Uh, well, honestly, the finance stuff I would say for you guys, I don't, I'm not going to tell anybody what to do with their money. You do what you want. I'm not a fan of debt. You all know that. You listen to me. Um, it's worked out in my favor. Some of the guys here joke that I've been preparing for this my whole life. I have not been preparing for this. I eventually, you have. I eventually did want to buy some nicer shit. Um, you'd be like, you would, you would say this multiple times to me, Heather, someday they're going to come and tell you it's over. Your job's done. And I'm like, I didn't think well, it would be like this. But. Or this early. <laughs> well, I just, because I say that because my dad worked somewhere for 33 years. Mm-hmm. And he's like the hardest working dude I've ever met. And one day they just told him to fuck off. And that was it. And I offered him like $2. Like it wasn't, it was hardly any money. That's so sad. For 33 years of service, for working probably 60, 70 hours a week. It's awful. Every week. And it's happening to so many of my coworkers and with our company right now people that have been there for 35 years could you imagine and then being like forced to retire or here's your package and it's like nothing it's i don't know all the details of the packages i haven't got one yet but 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 it might be coming but you'd rather you'd rather have the job and like i say so if i watch my dad go through it which in hindsight i'll say this it's the best thing that ever happened to him because he's way happier now He's a way better life. Everything in his life got better after that was over. But you don't... Some That's not everybody's case and scenario. And I wouldn't say it to you like... Like I thought it was going to happen fucking this year. But I just... You do stuff long enough. Like there's so many changes that go on. And I, you, I would say it to you just to appreciate the situation that you were in. Right. To see other people, what they work and what they do. And I guess the point I'm driving at is... If you're fortunate enough to have a job, like you just try to live your life within your own means. Like save more money than you spend consistently. And if you do that, you're moving in the right direction, regardless of what you've done up to this standpoint. I'm not a huge fan of debt. Debt does work. We have friends who are, you know, multimillionaires who use debt and they leverage it on everything. There's nothing wrong with that. Respect. I just sleep better at night. And have less stress knowing that there's not bills hanging over my Same head. Same with me. And then when the world eats shit and kicks you in the nuts, i.e. right this minute, I'm not in a state of sheer panic because like I can withstand this a lot longer than basically anybody else. It still isn't fun, but me being able to sleep at night, not having to, you know, for lack of a better term, whore out myself for money... Like, I can still do these podcasts. I can still give to people the best way I can. And it's not just money-driven. It's still, I'm trying to help people. Yes, obviously, we all need money to survive in an economical world. But it isn't the driving force of what I do. And if we have not been so fiscally responsible, you would already be working somewhere right now. Right. I would be trying to, I would run this a lot differently than I have during this. And just, it would have caused a lot of stress and issues. And I think when you look at obviously divorce among couples, the number one thing they fight about is money problems. 100%. And this has allowed us because we've lived our life like this. Now I have options. I have more flexibility. I have time to reevaluate, figure out what I want to do next, whether that's, you know, continue doing this job if they bring me back. 
um, or do something else. And I'm, it's been a huge wake up call. And before, even when when our goal was to pay off the house, I was still kind of wishy washy. Like I would make the comments, oh, but you know, if even if we took out a small mortgage to get like the next house and now 100% I I do not want to do that because I have learned a lot about myself and I am like you I want to be able to sleep at night I want the less stress debt and stress is we're just better off I feel like and some people are some people can can handle it really well I I don't think there's a lot of people like that but Maybe there's some. <laughs> For sure. And, and I just, I know you and I know how I am personally. And if my brain can be free of those things, I'm a better person. And mm-hmm. that's, to me, that's what, well, that's legacy to me. And that's everything. It's, it's if I'm a, you know, Jeremy always seems to like be a positive person. He always seems to kind of like kick it to you straight. And he's not like in his own head. And, and if helpful. I'm in, if I'm in my own shit, I can't help anybody else. Mm-hmm. Then I'm worthless then. Then my, cause you're so distracted by it. And that's what I've really realized is like, there's so many distractions in life, whether you're like a parent or your career. And like, why would you want all this debt and having to worry about money all the time? Like that will take away so much of your energy and creativity and steal away parts of you of truly helping other people and I've realized that more than ever now during this period of time and I'm that's probably the most thing the what I'm most proud of that I've been able to discover about myself it's a hard place during the five months (laughs) it's a hard place for people to get to right it's very hard you know, because you're constantly have it thrown in your face on social media or your circle of friends. Like, well, they're doing that. Well, maybe I should do that. Or they got that. And it's not playing into the comparison game, which we had a whole other podcast on that. Well, and selfishly, at the end of the day, I know what makes me feel better. And that's all I'm chasing every day is feelings. I don't care about stuff. I mean, yeah, I have to have a house and I have to have a car to get here, but it doesn't have to be super fancy for me. I'm chasing feelings. How can I feel good every day? That's mm-hmm. why I, I enjoy fitness. That's why I eat a certain way. It's why I get good sleep. It's why I watch and listen to the things I listen to. Because at the end of the day, that's all we have is how we feel every day. And when you have mental stress and physical stress and these things, your life sucks. Because there's been days, I said this before, like to Heather, not long ago, I'm like, you know, this is the best time of my life and I am the healthiest I've ever been I'm in the best shape I've ever been in you know I've I have the most money I've ever had and still some days I'm like I would feel kind of like sad yeah I agree because I'm like I had this stress that I don't want to have now obviously I can't control it the world is just it's doing what it's doing but the point I'm driving at is do the things that are going to make you feel the best and for most people I don't think that's you know taking on a ton of stress and prioritize your finances if you're single if you're in a relationship like it's so important because it allows you the freedom so much freedom in life once you have a plan and you can focus on you know what truly matters to you in your life and how to get there should we talk about the next one 
yeah what is career it? so i'll go start this is obviously now a huge focus for me it's a very confusing time because i'm on furlough meaning i still could have my job if they if corporate business demand comes back they will bring me back and for the record i've loved working for marriott international it's the company i've been with for over 12 years and it's been very emotional i have also realized wow i really did have a great setup i have had multiple promotions over the years i've worked really hard to get to the position i'm in today and it sucks that it feels like it's just been all stripped away but at the same time it's allowing me to figure out you know did I want am I ready for a change and just going back to my January goals I had written down focus more on becoming a becoming a leader for the team and a positive healthy role model or mentor focus on positives of the job and take advantage of all the benefits and then I also wrote in January research future job opportunities in case you want to make a switch in the near future connect network attend events to make your name known focus on your image your reputation continue to evolve so people look to you as a role model it's a huge company so that these were the goals I I really wanted to focus on at the same time in the back of my mind I was even a a year ago I was contemplating okay well what's next what do I want to do next so it's interesting to look back on pre-covid and I was already having some of these feelings and thoughts. And then uh, now, you know, a new goal obviously is start applying for new jobs in or outside of your company so you have options moving forward. Even if it's like applying and interviewing just to have the interview experience and be prepared. I've already been networking with my community um, inside Marriott and, and outside with our JSF community. So I'm prepared and I have, I'm taking action and not just sitting around waiting for something to happen because most likely that's not going to happen. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. So that's a huge focus right now in my life. Sweet. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds fun. Uh, Yeah, I, I mean, the research job opportunities and make a switch in the near future i guess that one's still true for you uh <laughs> yeah man it's it blows dude i don't know it's a lot it's of just people. such an odd time what well, sucks man it's a very weird position to be in because um there's so much unknown and there's our company is still trying to figure out how to make all these changes and and pivot and they're trying not to lose a lot of people but just gotta take it one day at a time. That's basically what I do. Yeah. Uh, career. Uh, it is Tuesday, and I'm just focusing on Tuesday today uh, <laughs> and this podcast. That's basically it. Yeah, but one. you've been, gosh. Yes, it's been a lot of work. You've had to pivot and make all these different changes, adapt to the environment, um, yeah, make sure is... you're prepared for all the guidelines following the government restrictions and you've everything has been changing so rapidly and you've and so done much 
you've had to stay on top of it. Yeah. And then shifting kind of the business model. You can talk about that. Yeah, honestly, if I sat here and told you this had been fun, I would be lying out my ass. This has not been fun at all. It's probably the least amount of fun I've had owning a business for sure just because of the consistent moving goalposts, all the rules, restrictions, um, all the things you can't do, you know, in the state that we live in, they basically, you know, said gyms are kind of like bars, which is, I don't think, correct, to put it politely. So that's been tough to navigate for sure. And then you got the stuff where it's like, well, limit capacity, everybody wears a mask all the time, then you have to deal with the people who don't want to do that. Then you have to, like, do all these checklists. There's just, there's so many hoops to jump through that a lot of other types of businesses don't. So I do feel that has been unfair and less than ideal, but it's the hand I'm dealt. So I just got to play it to the best I can. Complaining about it doesn't change anything, but that has eaten up a lot of time and brain power. And it's just really tough. It's hard enough to run a business as it is. I tell people all the time, and it's hard enough if you, you have to love fitness to, to be really good at it and to really be in it for more than a couple years. Cause this shit will grind you down. The schedule is terrible. You're selling the worst product in the world. It's fitness. And when I say the worst product in the world, I'm like, you, you're selling something where people have to come in and do the work. It's like going to a restaurant and having to cook your own food. Like it's, it's, it's tough to do. And we're asking, hey, come in here and do split squats and ride the assault bike. It's terrible. Like it's awful stuff. It's very beneficial. It's good for you. And I think it's essential and necessary, but it's tough. It's tough to get unhealthy people to buy into that. And then when you mix in all the other things on top of it, it just makes it even more polarizing in a negative way. So it's been, it's been hard to, to navigate that. We have the, the people we have here who are here are great and they're amazing and uh, I appreciate them. We're so yes. thankful for everybody that has stuck with us, supported us online, and then our in-person members. Like it's huge. We we love you guys so much, and thank you. And all you guys listening. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it, that's why we absolutely. I, I wouldn't do this to hear myself talk. I already know what I'm going to say. So yeah, shifting that, and then basically taking a model where essentially we could do it like fifty-fifty. Um, you've been closed for you know five or almost six months, so you basically took a model and, and turned into ninety percent on the internet, ten percent in person. So uh, you know I'm very I don't know fortunate is the right word. I've put in a lot of work for a long time to have all these things set up, and um, I can shift a lot easier than a lot of other people. It's still not as fun. It's not ideal, but I'm lucky to be able to do it and uh, and still be able to help people across the world in a digital format so but with things like technology in a podcast that's why i say if this had happened five years ago six seven eight years ago it'd be really tough to do i wasn't the same person i was younger for sure so not as mature i didn't have the same presence you know on the internet i couldn't reach you know a fucking million people in a day where now like we can do stuff like that so it's very humbling and it's cool but it definitely has not been it's not been easy and there's certain days where I was just like I'm like do I even want to do this shit like where I just like do I want to quit running a gym because it's so many hoops to jump through and work and the longer it goes on even with all the shit they throw at me which is just it's terrible and it's not fun I like the people who are here like it's fun for me to come in yeah they're like our friends yeah like I want to hang out with Dennis and and Jeff and Jeremy and Chris and like I want to bullshit with those guys I want Ashley to come in and you know, I, I like even. I was the, gonna say, what about the women? Yeah, I like, I like them. I like them all. You know, kidding. But no, I like everybody. But it's, it's fun to like because everybody has a different personality and perspective, and they have a different story. And 
you know, we can all be in misery together pushing a sled. So like there is something about the community base of it without it, not saying what I do isn't fulfilling, but it is not nearly as fun without the community of people. The energy and it's like all these people from all walks of life and we all come together for the same goal and purpose and passion. And that's, I think, what's so special about it. And that's why I do it. I mean, mm-hmm. if if the people here weren't so cool and didn't want to show up and be here, I wouldn't. I could run an internet business and I could make money and I could do whatever the fuck I want to do, but it's not as fulfilling for me. And so, like, that's, I guess, if you want to say a positive. Not that I've ever taken it for granted because I haven't, but it just reaffirms, like, I'm not ready to not work with people. It's going to be a long time before that happens for me. And so I want to keep doing that. And when I do want to retire and I do want to quit doing something, I want to do it on my own fucking terms. Yeah. Not because of some bullshit situation showed up and made it difficult. Because I'm going to be around a lot longer than this season of life is. I can promise you that. And so this is just reaffirm that if I can, you know, I've been through a lot of shit in my life. This is not going to be the thing that fucking gets me. And so if I can get through this kicking the nuts repeatedly, um, you know, into next year and as that goes on, like, I'm going to just crush it, and it's going to be super fun. It's just, again, like I said, army crawling through the, the garbage to get there has uh, not been ideal. Right. No, you've handled it as best as I think anyone could handle it all. Just but, try to keep it fun, yeah. day by day. And we don't have to go into the rest of these, but I'll just touch on the other categories. I put business, side hustle. So You don't want to go into creativity and fun? Well, that I one, would like you to read your first one on creativity <laughs> and fun for 2020. Well, that one touches back to like relationships. I put my number one goal was take one international trip because that's been my goal for the past. You like, could probably drive into Mexico. Maybe. Five years we've taken in a row an international trip, right? We've I and then say, took a break last year was Hawaii. Yeah, because we're trying so to pay off the five years. House. I had a goal right after so during our honeymoon. It was like the first international trip together. And then I made a goal for five years straight. I wanted to... It was even before that. Yeah. Because we were sitting with your family and you're like, I'm going to go on all these trips. And your family was like, you're an idiot. You're crazy. And then I was like, You got I all pissed it. off. But that... You got mad. Well, because they didn't believe me. And I'm like, well, just wait. Watch him. <laughs> watch watch me. And I did it. So I will say <sighs> like in terms... This has nothing to do with this, but... I'm thankful that we have taken the trips we've taken, at least. Oh, for sure. who knows, like... When we will travel like that again. And the older I get, and you take those trips, it does wear you down a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. But, so yeah, the creativity and fun, we did not take an international trip this year. Go figure. (laughs) Plan date night at least once per month. Well, we haven't really been doing well at that, but... I mean, like some log cabin living we've done. We've been good about our adventures and, like, weekend trips. But I count that. Like, I would rather do that, especially now. Like, it's fine going out to dinner, but, like, we live here. Like, we've been to, like, the dopest places Mm -hmm. ever and all over the world. Yeah. I would rather do something fun, like go play basketball, honestly, Mm -hmm. than just, like, let's go sit at dinner in this outfit and take the same. And we've had a lot of fun doing just different summer activities and even in the springtime as well. So yeah. I'm going to, that's success right there. Yes. <laughs> um, and then I just had business side hustle. So helping Jeremy out with the business, I had some goals around learning new marketing skills, new social media skills, 
being on the podcast is a goal I wrote down one to two podcasts per quarter, which I've definitely surpassed that. So I'm proud of myself for doing that. Took some took some teeth pulling, but yeah, we got you on here. Right. And then um, educating myself, like making sure I'm learning more about either business, personal development. So I've been listening to some audiobooks and podcasts. So I've been very consistent with those goals over the past five months. So winning in that category. Yes. <laughs> and then my other categories, I had service, volunteer, spiritual, edu- and then education as well. So typically with my company, they're they're amazing with their volunteer opportunities and we call it spirit to serve. So I always make sure that that's a goal for me every year to volunteer as much as I can. Usually there's a spirit to serve opportunity um, every quarter. So I had that goal written down, which I sh- I should, because I don't have that option right now, I should, uh, I was actually thinking about it today. I should start volunteering through some organization because I have a lot of free time right now. Um, yeah, but it's like, and it's hard though too because it's like you're in a different boat here where it's like, what can you do? Mm-hmm. In there's certain things you can do, but certain things it's that kind of limited. Yeah, like how do we do, how do we do like adoptive family? Yeah, like can you go? You you put a mask on. They put well, a mask and on, I was running on the stuff? canal, and there's that animal, sh- the dog. Um, oh yeah, the shelter rescue, and I was like, oh maybe I'll finally volunteer because I always think about it even though I'm going to want to adopt all of them yeah we can't do that <laughs> but I was wondering what their rules are um, and then I just had for spirituality just make sure I'm meditating praying every day and uh, push push myself to learn more about other issues in the world that I'm passionate about spread awareness take action so and again all these kind of leak into each other like there's a lot of you know cross-pollination if you will with some of these like for sure if you're in nutrition and your physical fitness a lot of those are tied together and for me like your finances and your personal growth and your relationships like those things all mix so and obviously how you spend your time and how you spend your money those things are interconnected that's why i say like you just look at this and see like where are you struggling and the, the most basic because i'm just a real basic dude the way that i look at it is the things that i suck at are typically the things that i don't spend a lot of time on the things that I'm not great at are the things that kind of neglect giving importance to. Mm-hmm. And when you focus on something, you tend to excel at it. And that's why I say you can't be a 10 at all these. You can only be as good as you can be with the bandwidth that you have as a person. Some of you are way more talented and much smarter than me, so maybe you can excel at a lot of them. I do the best I can with what I have. And I obviously, you know, I might spend more time on physical fitness than being social. And that's my personality, though. And that is what works well for me. Now I can't be a 10 at physical fitness and a one at social cause that doesn't work either. You know, so we all have a happy medium, but when you look at your life and if you take a relationship and I mentioned this the other day, like that's how you get married to somebody or how you meet somebody, you focused on them, you made them important. You spent time with them. You, you know, asked them questions. You were interested in their life and you engaged them and they liked you enough to say, Hey, I want to hang out with you forever or until we really get sick of each other and get divorced, whatever it may be. But when you focus on these things, that's how you get somebody's attention. That's how you get anything in life. It's how you become fit. It's how you become better at managing money. You really just focus your time, effort, energy on it and you make it a priority. And 
as basic as this wheel might look on paper, a lot of people are just walking through their life aimlessly not doing any of this. And as simplistic as it is, just filling it out and looking at it can be eye-opening. Writing it down and referring back to it. Because I will say, I even referred back to it when I was placed on furlough when I found out in March. I immediately took out my goals from the first 47-day program in January. And I, I made sure I set goals during my furlough. I said my furlough goals and I wrote probably six down and I kept referring back to them every month and that held me accountable. And yes, there were some goals that maybe I half-assed or, but I would say majority of them I accomplished and I'm very proud of myself for doing that and it held me accountable. And if I didn't do that, I for surely wouldn't have been in the position I am today. I 100% believe that. I agree. I think, I mean, the power of writing things down is Mm -hmm. pretty simple and powerful at the same time. And if you post it somewhere, you can see it consistently. Um, I think that's key too. And again, like the success wheel, stop focusing on success as far as like how much money you make. Because the whole point of this practice for us is how to live your best life, how to live the most happiest, healthiest life. And that is success to us. Agree. And if you're talking finances specifically, like when like David Jack and I will talk, he'll say we don't say someone just because they make money is successful. We'll say they're they're financially successful. If they make it, they keep it, they invest it and they're happy with it. A lot of people give back. A lot of people make a lot of money. But do you get to keep a lot of money and do you get to use it in a way that actually makes sense to you and and fulfills you? Yes. Does it fulfill you? I think is always the question I have to ask myself because I'm still learning and growing and maturing <laughs> so well i think it's it's a, if a cultural thing not to get off topic but it's it's how we we've been brainwashed well it's how we speak about people right like mm-hmm. i don't care necessarily like and i don't equate people for what they do but when you meet somebody's like oh what does so-and-so do oh they're a doctor oh they're an accountant oh they're a barber and then we say that and then we equate that with a certain amount of money and then people equate that to a certain level of what they think is success or somebody is smart or somebody is educated. And I'm not saying if you're a doctor, you're not educated, but there are super smart doctors and there's like the bottom of the barrel doctors. And there's like people who are, you know, super dumb who cut hair and there's people who are super smart who cut hair. But we don't ever ask people, how happy are you? How fulfilled are you? We just ask like, what do they do for an occupation? Or you're so quick to judge and compare and you don't even know the whole story. Like that's been a huge lesson for me over the past several years that I've really paid attention to because I'm like, (laughs) once you figure that out, you're like, it's a lot of people are faking it. So in their life and so that's why i say like what you see is not always Mm -hmm. what you get and you just have to work intrinsically on you and what's going to make you the most successful in all the areas of your life and success is the way that you define it for you you can take the example that i led my life by or you can use your own but only you can do that but you actually have to do the work if you want to be great at those areas most people aren't naturally just super fit healthy financially savvy have great relationships have an amazing career without consciously working on it day after day after day yeah it takes work and effort and time and energy and sacrifice like that's the whole point of life and living it to the fullest is like you have to put in the work to get 
to the results that you want. <laughs> Weird. That's <laughs> Um. Anything else? No, oh, I'm good. Nice. Uh, what do I got going on here? Um. What is it today? Tuesday, September 1st. Um, still giving away a free bottle of probiotics from my homies at JLab. If you guys are interested, the link's in my Instagram bio right now. It's also on my stories. They're, they got to be damn near out of bottles, but I know he messaged me today and said there was a ton of people who opted in to pick those up. All you do is pay the shipping. They'll send it right to your house. It's a free month of probiotics to help you guys with your gut health, which we know is tied to your immune system, which right now is more important than ever. So I take them every day. And I think you guys should as well. So if you want that, you can shoot me a DM or email. I'll send you the link as fast as possible. Otherwise, check our Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram because it is on there. And other than that, um, if you're on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Go to your podcast app. Scroll your finger all the way down. Drop me a five-star. Leave a couple comments. Truly would appreciate it. And share this with a friend or family member who you think could benefit from us rambling on about uh, the success wheel and kind of our season of life and what we have going on. I'm sure a lot of you can relate and are probably living a similar dumpster fire of a year. But all I can say is, you know, it hasn't killed you yet. And if you're still here and listening, I think you guys are going to make it through just as we are. And uh, you just do the best you have with the cards you're dealt that's all you can do and i say it's all content at the end of the day so all of this is going to make for great future blogs and podcasts and stories and book chapters and other things i have to believe that otherwise it's i'll probably make you and i stronger yeah if i if i don't believe that i'm just going to cry in the car on my way home every day and i don't want to do that so i think we're getting there everybody i really do but uh I think writing down your goals and what you want to achieve and accomplish and, and taking this as a time to slow down and reflect might be ideal and great. But if you got any questions or requests for the podcast, feel free to send them over. Yeah, let us know your feedback. We hope it was helpful and that some of you can resonate with what's going on in our life. We'll do another one. You mm-hmm. sent me another one, like a 31 yeah. tips one. 31 ways to stay resilient, hopeful, mm-hmm. and something else. Uh, when do you want to do that? Later this week? Yeah. Whenever you're free, man. I don't know. Your schedule is pretty packed. <laughs> I'll um, pencil you in. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, guys. Uh, appreciate it. And if you need anything, just hit us up. Otherwise, until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.